Welcome back to Newsline Thursday. This is the Stuttering Sports Podcast, and I'm your host, Spencer. What Newsline Thursday is, is I talk about NFL news that's transpired from Monday to Thursday on Thursday. So, yes, it is 11.45 a.m. Eastern Time. Let's get right into it with the first thing I have on the list, and that is the trade deadline fallout. After a rather boring trade deadline, teams have taken it to release players that, that, that the other teams did not want. The Tennessee Titans dropped edge rusher, former All-Pro, DN Vic Beasley after just a combined three tackles and one tackles for loss this season. This was his first year with the Titans. Honestly, I was excited for him to get a change of scenery and join a new roster, but obviously it did not work out. He, I'm not sure what happened to Vic Beasley after, what was it, his first or second year? He had like that 15 sack season, excuse me. I'm not sure what happened, but Vic Beasley, yeah, kind of saw this one coming. Moving on to the second release, that was the Bears dropping speedy veteran wide receiver Ted Ginn after just three catches for 40 yards off of six targets for the season. And well, you might be thinking, well, you know, he's a return man too. What'd he do for the return game? He had 4.8 yards per punt return. So yeah, this is his first year with the Bears. Ted Ginn's career may be sadly coming to a close here very shortly. The third and final release I have on the list is the 49ers releasing 2018 second round pick wide receiver Dante Pettis after zero catches on one target on the season and he was picked up by the Giants late last night so hopefully he can get a new opportunity and actually opportunities getting the ball thrown to him because one target that's just unfair that is just unfair um yeah, I mean, like, those are the three kind of major, if you want to say major. Those are the three notable, uh, de- those are the three notable releases after the trade deadline. That that was that was the fallout. But one thing I do want to talk about from the trade deadline is the fact that I was really hoping that the Packers were going to get Will Fuller and actually try to win this season. But I'm very confused as to why the organization was split. Like, I can see if the Texans were asking for, like, a first-round pick. But, like, obviously they weren't. That's a ridiculous... That's that's a ridiculous thing, thing to ask for. Just give them a second or third-round pick. Be, because the odds are you're not going to get a better receiver in the second or third round. And just go win now. A second wide, a true number two wide receiver would do this team wonder since Lazard is hurt. It would take so much pressure off Devontae Adams. And if the pressure's on Devontae Adams, then Will Fuller can have a day. I don't see why the Packers seem to be doubling down on building for the future when they have Aaron Rodgers in front of them. Like the Packers, I'm just I'm just confused because you would think with Lazard hurt, they should get a guy like a Will Fuller, but then they just don't. So the Packers, I don't get what they're doing. It's pretty baffling to me. Moving on to the second of the four topics, and that is Matthew Stafford Wednesday after I mean Wednesday evening being placed on the COVID list. The Lions are a 3-4 team that's not going to have their quarterback for at least one week because I don't see him coming back and playing this Sunday. 
And when you're three and four and in a division with two playoff contenders, the Packers being five and two, then the Bears being five and three, the Lions find themselves on the outside looking in. And to get into the postseason, they need Stafford to not only play, but play elite. And so far, hasn't really been doing that. Stafford ranks 27th for completion rate, 11th in passing yards with a 13 and five touchdown to interception ratio, which aren't bad stats with the 27% completion rate. I mean, sorry, the 27th ranked completion rate in the league, definitely very concerning. And um, the Lions undoubtedly have problems across the board. They hardly have a rushing game. Their offensive line's pretty average and their defense is not too good. But this could be the nail in the coffin for Detroit's season, and I think it is because if Stafford misses this week, I mean they're three and five, and they're easily out of contention if they're th- if this is a two-week quarantine, and he's forced to miss week ten as well. This I think is the nail in the coffin for the Lions' season, and I also think it's the nail in the coffin for Matt Patricia and his tenure with the Lions if worse comes to worse. So, I don't see... I just think this is just super unlucky for the Lions. Any glimmer of hope they had, to me, has just been diminished with this because because I at least think he's missing one game. And being 3-5, and five, I don't think they're coming back from that. Moving on to the third topic, then we'll get into the third... Actually, no. Then we won't get to the third in that preview. We got something else to talk about. And the topic I have is the Cowboys moving on from rookie quarterback Ben DiNucci. After the Sunday night football loss to the Eagles, the Cowboys have decided to bench rookie QB Ben DiNucci. This comes after a 180-yard, 0-TD, 0-pick game where Dallas scored 9 points. So can you blame them? No. But who are the other options? Dallas is planning to start either 2017 undrafted free agent Cooper Rush or 2014 sixth rounder Gilbert Garrett. Yeah, neither of them would do well since, you know, not not only are they not good quarterbacks, but they're going up against the league leader in sacks per game with 4.3 sacks per game and the seventh ranked pass defense, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this is a lose-lose situation. Just tank. Just tank just tank at this point if if you're resulting to cooper rush or garrett gilbert or hell even ben DiNucci for fuck's sake just 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 tank it's not worth it so yeah dallas dallas got very unlucky this season with all of their injuries and their coaching staff is not doing them any favors and their defense is also trash so yeah dallas just tank just fucking go just just go for a great pick Moving on to the last subject that will lead into the Thursday Night Preview, and that is four 49ers players go onto the COVID list just before Thursday Night Football. A day before the Thursday Night Football matchup, some view as a must-win versus a good Green Bay team, the 49ers have placed wide receivers Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Kendrick Bourne onto the COVID list with offensive tackle Trent Williams also being placed on the COVID list. So, so let's get into the Thursday night pre- preview. Here we are. A rematch of the 2019-2020 NFC Championship on Thursday night football. Prime time. This should have been Jimmy G versus Aaron Rodgers. But well, one 
team seems to be putting everyone on either the IR or the COVID list. That team is San Francisco. The Packers defense is looking for a nice bounce back game where their bad rush defense got just exposed on such a level it's insane. And they're, But they are playing a diminished 49ers offense that I do not think will be able to put up more than 24 points at the most. I don't see it happening, especially after three of their receivers aren't playing. I don't see it happening. But let's look at the Packers. The, 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 the Packers offense is playing a defense that's 10th in opponent points per game without rookie running back A.J. Dillon and their backup running back Jump Jump. Jamal Williams after they got placed onto the COVID list, leaving Aaron Jones, who, who who is a star running back, but he is questionable dealing with a calf injury missing the last two weeks. So if Jones plays, con, con, just consider this a Green Bay win with ease. But if not, it won't be a secret that the that the Packers are going to pass pass the ball far more than usual. And they're playing San Francisco, who has the fourth-ranked passing defense. So, Rodgers should have some problems this week. But, I mean, nonetheless, the 49ers are so diminished and just wore down. Missing so many players. I don't see how they pulled this one off. Packers win this game. Packers win this game. Although, I don't think they win big. I think they should win this game, regardless of if Jones is playing or not. That's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this Newsline Thursday, share it with your friends. If 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 you did not enjoy this, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at Stuttering Prods, that's Stuttering P-R-O-D-S, and Instagram at that guy who talks about the sports. I should have a post up today. I got a few ideas that I want to f- try to flush out. So, yeah, expect that later this afternoon. And, um, yeah. I hope you enjoyed and have a great day.